let me ask you a question. Why the hell do people keep getting married? You know what I mean? Isn't anybody looking at the stats? What's it like, three out of four marriages go right down the drain now? People, if you were going skydiving and they told you three out of four parachutes weren't gonna open, you'd be like, yo, forget it, I'm not going. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. Robert Frost said, two roads diverged in the wood and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you, you can't do it. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. This is Breaking Norms, a podcast dedicated to topics like following your dreams at all costs and the pitfalls of societal norms. And now, discussing everything from online dating to the horror of having a real job. Here are your hosts, Noah Groniger and Clint Schweitzer. Welcome to Breaking Norms, where we are back in service after a week off. Noah, we were on the road last week down to Shreveport, Louisiana, taping an interview for our upcoming SEC football documentary. So the Breaking Norms podcast had to take a bit of a backseat, but it's back this week with a vengeance because we're going to be talking about food and nutrition it may boil down to being as simple as this. We live in an era of kale chips, gluten-free, 36% of Americans following a diet each year. Noah, that's not necessarily for us. Welcome to the Breaking Norms podcast. Noah, how have you been? Are you excited to talk about food and nutrition? Basically, the nutrition part you can X out since you don't really, neither one of us really have anything to do with that, but this ought to be interesting. I've never dipped my toes in the, in the nutrition pool, as they would say, <laughs> Uh, I know everything right now is low sugar, high protein, low fat, um, like you mentioned, kale chips and high vegetables and fruits, and yeah, that none of that is for me. I don't think I am excited to delve into this because I've been ridiculed and just hated on my entire life because of how picky of an eater I am. I go to some new restaurant and I'm immediately looking for a kid's menu, get me some chicken tenders, a grilled cheese, a mac and cheese bowl, uh, some french fries. Get me in that wheelhouse and call me good. Okay, so basically, I would say you and I are products of our environment. You grow up eating what's put in front of you. As a kid, my mom was not what you would call an exemplary cook. Uh, She, in fact, still to this day in her kitchen has a sign that says, if you don't like my cooking, you obviously haven't tasted my cereal. I was of the chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese generation, In fact, to the point of where I was led to believe that just eating a McDonald's hamburger with sesame seeds on it was a healthy meal and that I had better delve right in and start consuming that and that that was a healthy meal. That's what we thought back in the 80s. And so when you grow up on chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese, it doesn't really leave a lot of room for growth later in life. I've tried to, as much as I can, branch out. I like stuff that you don't like I like Chinese and some Cajun stuff some spicy food I have grown up a little bit you on the other hand you would say it openly that you eat like a 10 year old boy yeah whatever 10 year olds eat eight year olds (laughs) six year olds uh, whenever they move on to solid foods and get out of the uh, Gerber mush uh, stringed peas or whatever it is string carrots and strained peas and 
all of that, whenever they move on to solid foods and start eating their peanut butter and jellies and their ham and cheese sandwiches uh, and their fruit snacks and fruit roll-ups, that's the kind of diet that I am on and have been on since a kid and I will not change. I have tried a little bit of Chinese, a little bit of seafood. I hate the texture. I hate the smell. I hate the taste. It's not for me. Uh, and I wouldn't eat whatever my mom put in front of me. She put green beans and she'd put fruit salad and potato salad and coleslaw in front of me. And I'm like, I'd push the plate away from me and I'm like, I don't know what's on this plate right now, but I am not eating it. And my mom would happily get up and start making me a grilled cheese while her food gets cold. And just, are you happy now, please? Will you eat? I'm like, yes, I will eat now. This is great. I've got mac and cheese. I've got grilled cheese. I've got Cheetos. And uh, I'm a happy kid and a happy camper. And that's how I live today. Ham and cheese sandwiches, frozen pizzas, uh, fruit snacks, fruit roll-ups, and I am good. Well, the truth of it is, neither one of us eat all that much. So, the tr you know, when we travel together, we're kind of similar in that, like, we don't need to be eating all the time. So, to say that, you know, you and I are constantly needing to get to a Taco Bell or heat up a frozen pizza isn't really accurate because both of us um, can get by with really kind of one meal a day, snacking around a little bit the rest of it. That's kind of helps when you're kind of a busy schedule like us, especially when we're on the road um, filming or doing whatever we're doing. But I'll tell you, I will hearken back to the time that I knew there was no way that I was ever going to be able to move on to vegetables, things that I didn't like. I'm really not a big fan of fruits or vegetables. And I, and I think that you would agree with me on that. But I remember my best friend, Daniel and I, I'm about seven or eight. Um, my mom is, is cooking us a meal and Daniel and I are very similar. We're, we're the type that like spaghetti, but there can't be chunks of tomatoes in it. <laughs> Chili, no chunks of tomato. We hate onions and stuff. Like it never made sense to me. And she plops down in front of us. I'll never forget these two words because they don't go together in my opinion. What is this, mom? I ask. It's a spinach quiche, she replies, <laughs> just looking at my plate, seeing gooey, runny, green. It looks like, I mean, I was a fan of the show, like the Swamp Thing on <laughs> USA when I was a kid. It just looked like uh, the Swamp Thing. I, I mean, I... I I couldn't believe it. And I remember like my mom like, okay, you're right. This is a horrible idea. Daniel and I looking at each other, just horrified that this can't, we can't do this. And I remember thinking like this, there has to be other stuff out there like this and I can never be in this situation ever again. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I used to eat apples and bananas growing up, but just one time I got like a really dry apple and I was like, okay, never again, no more apples. And I got like an old, like mushy banana. And I was like, I cannot be having food that just like sometimes good, sometimes bad. I don't know. It depends on when you get to it. Like I was completely out on fruit at that point. And as far as vegetables, I remember like I had a friend, I can't remember his name now. It was so long ago. Uh, I was maybe like seven or eight, like you were. And I uh, just went out to the back and he had a garden and he like pulled a carrot out and like washed it a little bit. And he like, he broke it off in half and he took a bite and I took a bite. And we were like walking up the stairs and just immediately, I just barf all over his stairs. And I've had more experiences with like baby carrots from the store eating them. And I just, I feel like this air pocket of horrible carrot taste, like in the back of my throat. And it makes me gag. Like I can't do carrots. People don't understand, but I just can't do it. Oh, if they don't understand, uh, this was a couple years ago, but you didn't, you record yourself on video eating a carrot one time. How did that That happen? was pretty dramatic and I did. And people were wondering, like people kept pressuring me. Like I did, was talking to people and they're just, they didn't understand it. So I was like, well, I'm just taking a video of me eating a carrot. And I did it and they just were like, oh, you're being overdramatic. And I'm like, no, like this is, I just can't 
handle the tape. There's, I'm telling you, there's this pocket of carrot air that just goes in the back of my throat of the taste and it just makes me gag and I can't get through it. So I'm not a huge fan of fruits or vegetables, which I mean, just saying that actually angered someone on social media not long ago. If you remember me talking about my upbringing on a, on a post and how, you know, I didn't really, I don't really like fruits or vegetables. I just, and somebody like became outraged at, the, at that mere idea of this girl became just like incensed. Like you eat whatever I tell you. You don't have a choice. You got to eat healthy. And the truth of it is uh, at 36, the metabolism starts to slow and I've looked for ways to sort of bring those things in as much as I can. I'll eat an apple a day, probably because, you know, I, they're free. When, when there was a world, you could just go like into our cafeteria and there's just apples in there. I can eat an apple. It's free. A uh, little bit of hard boiled eggs here and there, but like, I, and, I, and I like grapes and, but there's just something about like I, just cherries, strawberries. And we talked about this on our trip. Growing up with like pop ice, Jolly Ranchers, candy, those flavors don't exactly sync up with their fruit counterpart. And that's a major problem for me. Like this doesn't taste like the cherry Jolly Rancher that I ate. Strawberries to me have a very bitter, horrible texture inside. Like even watermelons, it's a texture thing for me. Man, it's a, it's a struggle. And then when I do find something, like, hey, I found halos. You know, little miniature oranges, you know. I could do this. This is a good little snack. I can eat these. It's little and you can just get it down. Oh, only to find out, no, these are chemically processed. You can't eat those. They cause cancer. They're grown in a lab. <laughs> and at that point, I gave up. I'm like, I'm done. I, I, I'm not going to try this anymore. Everything's some sort of unhealthy, going to kill you. I give up. I, I'm out. Yeah, I remember like trying some different like vegetables and fruits and pineapple and peaches, but the, they're the kinds in the little cups and uh, just the prepackaged grapes and little like things of celery that I would just drown in ranch dressing. And everyone's just, oh, no, you can't get the prepackaged stuff. Those are just processed. They've got all the chemicals in them to the preservatives. You know, you just got to get the real stuff. And I'm just like, oh, so I just can't do this then. So you're t- that's okay. Okay. You're telling me I can't do it. I can't do it. Like you mentioned with the fruit, like fruit roll-ups, all of the candies, the just starburst and sweet tarts and that flavor, the artificial fruit flavoring is king. And I just cannot just eat a real strawberry and like it's bland and there's like these juices like bursting into my mouth and I hate it. And you mentioned the texture. I've had a piece of shrimp before and it felt like I was eating a bug, the texture around it. Like like I was eating a roly-poly or something. Like I just, I can't do any of it. The artificial fruit flavoring is king. Okay, so how many times would you say, whether it be just in dating and in social situations, has your choice of diet sort of impacted you or had some sort of adverse effect on, on like that particular situation? Have you been made fun of people? Um, constantly, every single, unless I just go to a burger joint, it doesn't come up and I never talk to them again and like they don't understand. So, but whenever they go out, or we go out to somewhere different and I remember a place uh, I went with a girl downtown. She's like, oh, it's just like a burger place. And I went, there's just oysters on the half shell and squid. And I'm just like, Wait, I, I see no burger, no fries. And she's like, oh, try the cheese curds and dip it in horseradish sauce. And I did. Worst thing I've ever put in my mouth in my life. I was gagging. I was like, I guess I'm not eating here. I'll just wait till I get home. And they, people just ridicule me all the time. The time I tried the shrimp was on a date. And uh, I've tried... 
uh, sushi on a date, and I was just the worst stuff I've ever tried. And I don't know why people can't just let me be me and let me eat what I want to eat and eat off the kids' menu. They've got to ridicule me. They've got to get me to expand uh, my palate, and it never goes well. I hate it all. I never like, oh, sushi, this is great. Thank you for making me try this. Okay, sushi is one of those things that I feel like has been perpetuated by females. I always say that there's three things you can count on that females will always, always go for. Country music, sushi, and baseball. You get those three things and you've got the average, you know, 20 to 39, 40-year-old female, right? Sushi is a huge one for me because I... I'm disgusted by it. You hear all these things and you see all these people talking about, oh, let's get sushi. We're going to girls and I sushi. We're going to get. And I tried it once on a cruise. And I, I mean, I just thought it was horrendous. I couldn't believe that this was what everybody had been talking about. And it's always just one of those things. My story to that end is that I was coerced um, on a date many years ago into a restaurant that was uh, very expensive and goes against every convention that I have as far as eating. Like, like you, I'm looking at the menu and there, I don't see a cheeseburger. I'm seeing things like veggie burgers, which that was the only thing on there that I could remotely order. It was $35. It was $35. And I got it. And it not, only, okay, not only was it a veggie burger, whatever that even means, I, don't, I honestly don't even know what that means. Tofu, I don't know, I don't. There's vegetables on it, lettuce, tomato. It's, it's like, why is it a, they're a veggie burger and all the fixins, all the garden? But I always have to say, I'm at, at, at a regular restaurant, no garden. I'm a big no garden person. Veggie burger, $35. And it was, I, 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 I remember the next time I actually got myself some good Angus beef again. It was uh, glorious. But we always had this conversation too. I got to ask you about this one. At what point did McDonald's and maybe all fast food start to become default? The default mechanism is putting garden, onions, lettuce, tomato on, on a burger. I can't remember when that shift was. I just remember going to McDonald's as a kid and just, I want a cheeseburger and uh, I want to, and they, it just comes with ketchup, mustard, a pickle, uh, cheese, the burger, whatever. And it, there was no onion. You just, I want a cheeseburger and here's your cheeseburger. Like, why? is the default all of a sudden it shifted and I, I just, one day i went there and it's just i'll have a cheeseburger bite into it what in the world <laughs> diced onions just everywhere my mom telling me oh just scrape them off but like no i tried that like the juices have seeped in it's over like what point why can't you why isn't the default burger just a burger just and maybe cheese and like okay now you can put ketchup on it mustard on it do you want the pickle do you want garden do you want a tomato lettuce onions no, why do you have? Why is that the default? Everything comes on it, and you have to say no. Take that off, and that off, and that off. It should just be the regular burger. Now, tell me what you want on it, right? Uh, well, you know, my dad famously coined the term "What kid in America <laughs> wants to order a cheeseburger at McDonald's and bite into those diced onions? They're warm, slimy. Di it's one thing if you're at a restaurant and you get just like the fresh garden that's on there that you can easily just with it's yeah. on one side of the bun and you just dump it all off all the lettuce it's all out of sight out of mind doesn't matter but those diced onions at mcdonald's what are they doing why i, I wish i had an answer i have no clue why diced onions uh, like, 
like you mentioned at the restaurant, just a big circular onion, uh, and they you can just easily take it off. No juices have seeped in anywhere. It just tastes like a normal burger. But no, they've got to have the diced onions, the juices seeping in. I'll never understand it. Uh, I this whole thing is just rigged against to picky eaters and. It, it should just be plain. I might need to open a picky eater restaurant where everything's plain. You just add it on. There's no squid on the menu. I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in on that. Um, I think that one thing too to kind of look at is how obviously social interaction and so many things, dating, friendships, it's so much based around food. And I'll tell you another thing that throws me for a loop is the idea of a brunch. I feel like this is fake manifested by, you know, by white collar America to drum up another reason just to go eat in between 9am and noon. And this whole idea of a brunch and omelets and just onions all over an omelet and all this stuff that goes with it. You got that restaurant first watch that's now really popular because of it. I don't understand the idea of a brunch and everybody else. I feel like I'm sorry, this is going to sound really sexist, but I feel like women perpetuate a lot of these situations because that's a very social thing. I hear women talking about brunching a lot. I know someone that has their own brunch blog. It's a woman. Ever get this one? You want to go to brunch? You want to go to brunch on Sunday? And inside you're like, no! But you can't say that, right? You got to keep them happy. So what do you do? You agree. Like, yeah, let's go to brunch. What a great idea. Why would you want to sleep in on a Sunday when you can go pay $18 for eggs? Now nah, you're thinking. Now nah, you're thinking. Then we can sit around and listen to your friends have moronic conversations about the eggs. Like, is that pesto? Is that pesto in your omelet? Oh, it's asparagus. It's asparagus. I thought it was pesto. Yeah, and for a long time, and uh, even still to today, there's uh, still a percentage of women that are stay-at-home moms. Uh, they have the children, they're closer, they have that tight-knit bond of them birthing the child, so they are usually the stay-at-home moms. So they're able to be free to go out to these brunches with their girlfriends and maybe the kids, or, or they get a moment free, they hire a babysitter, and they go out to these brunches and have them. But I also just remember growing up and just being horrified of having like sleepovers or pe my friends inviting me over to dinner. I'm just like, I'm always, what are your parents having? Like, I can't like, oh, we're having tofu tonight. Like, I, I, I can't come over. I can't be part of this. Like, I was all, like, I had anxiety and I didn't want to like tell the parents like, I'm not eating that. It's horrible. It's, it looks disgusting. Like, I'd always have to, are you guys just having burgers, please? Like, you know, there are onions on the burgers. And I just felt like I could never go to a sleepover or and I always run into that. Parents just like, oh, we're having dinner. We're having sushi or we're having Chinese. Do you want to stay to eat? Like, no, I've got to go home or I'm not hungry or something. I don't feel well. I have to make up excuses and be put in that situation. It was horrible. Well, I remember because I'm so, I, you know, to me, if anyone that knows me knows that like my classic go-to is no green stuff. I don't like green stuff as a general rule. And I remember growing up and like there was a, a, a Mexican restaurant in the town I grew up in called El Sombre. And it was one of those deals. I would go, go with my friends. Like my family didn't go there a whole lot, but I'd go there with my friends. Um, I was a picky eater, of course, as are and were you. And I remember just like seeing their plates and it was just always like lettuce piled on burritos and tacos. And I was, I didn't, 
as a kid, I didn't really know how to not have that. Like, can I just know lettuce? What else is on there? I don't know. So I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. And, I, and so as a kid, I didn't even think I could go to Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, there's lettuce on everything, just tacos, lettuce. Like just, so I, it took me years to perfect the art of no lettuce, tacos with no lettuce, learning the menu items that they did have, which actually are quite a few, especially now. That cut, you know, chili cheese burritos, beefy five layer burritos, beefy nacho loaded grillers, all that stuff. No lettuce, no lettuce, no lettuce. Thank God. So it took me years to even perfect the art of ordering a taco. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go to Taco Bell. I wouldn't even go to like Burger King and Wendy's. I knew what I liked at McDonald's. I had it down pat. I knew the number, number two back in the day was the two cheeseburger meal. And when I was a little kid, it didn't come with onions. So I didn't have to say anything special. And I knew what I wanted. And my family would like, we're going to do something different. No, we're all going to Burger King. And I'd be like, well, you're going to have to go through the McDonald's drive through and I'm going to have to walk in there with McDonald's sack because I don't know, are there seeds on their buns? Like, how do their burgers taste? Uh, do, are they going to have something weird on there that I didn't know about that I didn't ask not to be on there? I know I like McDonald's, and that's all I stuck to. I knew Pizza Hut was safe. I just get a cheese pizza, and I'm safe. I don't know about, like, I remember people going to Subway. I was, for the longest time, I was scared of Subway. Like, I don't know how to get just what I want, if they even have it. And I, like, walk in there, and I'm, like, in the line, and what do you want? I'm just, I don't know. Help me. Just what kind of bread do I want? Wheat, Italian, what does it taste like? I, everybody's putting olives on everything and jalapeno peppers. And I don't I just want a plain thing. Is that okay? Can I do that? I think snack foods are something that's worth bringing up because this evolution of snacks, chips, crackers has been revolutionary. I'm an avid just fan of crunching, feeling that crunch to the point of, where I think that everybody, everybody loves popcorn, right? You go to a movie, you get popcorn. Like, I don't even like popcorn anymore nope. because there are Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its. There are Nacho Dorito chips. Like, those so far surpass popcorn to me. I've never, I've never really gotten popcorn, like kernels stuck in your teeth. I always get it, like, stuck in my throat. I've never been a popcorn fan, and that's one thing. Another reason where it's just, I, I, I feel very disassociated when it comes to that it goes even as so far as snack foods for me yeah because i'll go to a movie theater or i did when i was a kid and everyone would just be like oh a giant thing of popcorn and i'm just like no just a hot dog nacho something i can't do the popcorn like i'd go to birthday parties at the movie theater and the parents are like oh we'll just get a big thing of popcorn or several of them and just hand them around to the kids and i'm like well what will i eat I hate popcorn. It's like dry. And even if you put butter on it, just I don't enjoy like the crunch. It's stuck in your teeth. It's gets caught in your throat. Like I just don't enjoy the experience at all. I don't enjoy the taste, butter, cheese, whatever. Like if I'm going to get cheese, I'm going to get nacho cheese, not cheese popcorn. Like that doesn't, it's like the fruit thing. The artificial fruit flavoring is much better than the actual fruit. Nacho cheese is much better than cheese popcorn. So like I just, there's no sort of popcorn that's going to help me. And so I'd have to like beg the parent, like, will you get me Skittles? Will you get me a hot dog? I refuse to eat popcorn. It's horrible. And they'd roll their eyes and go get it. And I'd feel bad. And like, I've always had to feel bad my whole life because I'm a picky eater. And I hate it. Well, I want you to direct all of that attention. I know everybody's listening to this and thinking these guys are freaking hopeless. Uh, <laughs> eat a tofu burger, idiot. Um, I've been told that, that I'm hopeless. Get a gluten-free diet. What are you waiting for? And uh, direct that towards our Facebook page uh, at Breaking Norms Podcast on Facebook. And we also have a Facebook group, Breaking Norms. So please hit us up on those locations. If you like what we're doing, even if you're just entertained by it and disagree with everything we say, which we've heard a little <laughs> of, 
since we started doing this. Um, we expected that. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Noah, it's been a true pleasure. We are really delving into some things that where we feel like we don't fit in in this world. Food and nutrition is certainly one of them. And next week, we are going to be really bringing it because we usually put up a poll topic uh, for you to vote on on our Facebook page. But this week, ne- for next week, we are we have it in mind. We already know what it's going to be, and it's going to be a big one. As we're going to be tackling the idea of dating mismatches. This is going to be fun, Noah, because I feel like it's something that you see quite prevalently out there. And we're talking about, we're, we're going to be very superficial here. We're talking about, uh, you know, in the looks department. It's something that I feel like you see, dating mismatches. How could someone that's not so good looking be with someone that's just very attractive? We're going to be tackling that next week, and I can't wait to do it. I cannot wait. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun with it. So hopefully you laugh along with us. Even if you don't agree, if uh, you're like, oh, no, it's about the person's heart and there is something to that. But uh, we're going to go into some giant mismatches into a smoking hot person with someone that uh, is not quite smoking hot. And uh, just how the how that happens, how those mismatches happen. But uh We can't wait to tackle that, but as of right now, I think we're going to end this, and I'm going to go have some hot dogs and some uh, trolley sour bright eggs, uh, uh, maybe some ham and cheese sandwiches, and uh, really delve into uh, my picky eater skills that I have crafted over these 35 years. Congratulations. My uh, sushi order is on its way from DoorDash, so we will catch you guys soon. Thank you so much.